Thanks for tuning in to Walton Biz Talk. Allison Banks here, and I'm your host for this bonus episode with Renee Clay. She and I discuss tips and tricks for the Walton Career Fair that you don't want to miss. So first off, I want to thank you for being here. Um, I know that you're a very busy lady. It's a busy time of the year. It is. It is. Um, So first off, can you just tell us who you are? How long have you been here? All of that information. Well, first, and thank you for the invitation. Um, My name's Renee Clay, and I am the Director for Career Services and Student Programming for Walton Career Services. Um, I've been in Walton for 20 years. Uh, 15 of those I've spent in career services. So um, a long time, a lot of students, seen a lot of success, uh, seen a lot of mistakes made, uh, and and seen a lot of recovery from those mistakes. And uh, hopefully some of the things that we'll say today will will help folks tomorrow with that career fair experience. I I really hope so. And I I know that I will be going to the career fair. So... um... I, I want to absorb everything that you're saying as well as a, you know, I'll be graduating this semester. So, uh, you know, students just really need to pay attention to your department, need to go and see you guys and really should be utilizing these resources on campus. The saddest thing to me is, <clears throat> excuse me, um, when a, a graduated senior walked in May degree conferred in June, walks into my office in mid-June, and they say, I've never been in here before, and I don't have a job. And they've already graduated. And they're, and they're yeah, they've already graduated. Yeah. So, yes, we, we, want, we want to welcome every Walton College student, and frankly, we want to start with them as early in their academic year as possible. Freshmen, we want you to come in, and certainly then as you, as you continue your professional growth and it becomes more and more important mm-hmm. to get that internship that has something to do with your major that could convert into a full-time position, we want to be there to coach you through that and support you there as well. Yeah. Okay. So our main goal here, we're going to discuss the career fair, um, and that's going to be happening tomorrow, September 26th. So when and where exactly will those is the location of that? So we, we, we run the fair from uh, 10 to noon. Okay. We close the fair. We don't ask you to leave the venue, um, but we actually close the fair f- uh, for student-employer interaction, so they get a break. Mm-hmm. We reopen it. We run it from 1 to 3. It's at Bud Walton Arena. There will be career fair buses to pick you up. Uh, it'll, they'll, they'll be delivering you to the door that you're going to need to go in. We ask you the two students have your student ID out because we're going to swipe your ID to... to uh, to count you, and it's going to print your name tag. <clears throat> also, students, we ask that you be in business casual attire at a minimum. Okay. Business professional is what I prefer. That's also the easiest to define. Uh, it's a gentlemen that are listening. It's a, it's a suit and tie. Ladies that are listening, it's a ladies' business suit, conservative cotton color blouse. Ladies, gentlemen, conservative color and pattern tie. Um, pay attention to your shoes. <laughs> well, and the reason for that is um, in Bud Walton Arena, we are going to have our employers set up, and incidentally, they'll, they'll be somewhere between 145 and, and 165. We've had as many as 170. We'll keep accepting companies right up until we open. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a lot of walking. Yeah. 
and and you want to to not have to be paying attention to to sore feet and 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 you want to be able to focus your attention on on that impression that that you're that you're projecting to those employers. Mm-hmm. So business casual and minimum, if you show up in blue jeans, you will not be admitted. If you show up in shorts, you won't be admitted. If you're not in at least business casual, you won't get. Okay. Bring resumes. And we'll talk, I guess, a little bit about more career fair prep, but bring resumes. Um, as far as business types, the kinds of companies that come, uh, there's a list of companies that's on our website right now. I invite you to hit that. Uh, we'll talk in a little bit about what to do with that. But when you look at it, you will see a diverse array of, of businesses. You'll see retailers. You'll see consumer packaged goods. You'll see transportation logistics. You'll see all sorts. You'll see nonprofits. You'll see some federal government. You'll see the military. So, so there really is something there for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you need to probably set some goals for what you want to achieve at Career Fair. But all sorts of businesses, and, and they're there recruiting for all sorts of different jobs. Uh, and I wanted to kind of share with you guys um, some of the kinds of things that companies come here to recruit for. And so I actually pulled a list, and so these are, these are real job titles that are going to be recruited for tomorrow by real companies that are really going to be here. Uh, and, and so it's things like business consultant. We're seeing a consulting kind of a focus in a lot of roles. There will be multiple different kind of analyst positions. You'll see, uh, you'll see all sorts of management trainee. Uh, some, some companies will call it leadership development programs. Those have a tendency to be rotational, meaning they will rotate you through different departments. A lot of students want something like that because it gives you an opportunity to find stick, your niche. Yeah, yeah. stick your toe in the water of different kinds of things. And then yeah. at the culmination of that trainee program, then um, then you're put in, in an area that you've shown interest in, that you've shown promise in. So it kind of sets you up to succeed from the beginning. So so guys be looking for something like that. You'll see a lot of management trainee, sales trainee, uh, that kind of thing. There will, there will be companies coming that will be looking for interns. The intern typically mirrors what a full-time position would, would be. So I'll give you an example of that. Uh, General Mills will be here, and they are recruiting for a couple of positions. Their full-time position, and this is the sales division uh, for General Mills North America, uh, their full-time position is something called a business management associate. It is sales support, so it's an analyst role. You're, you're looking for trends in sales, up or down, per, perhaps the reasons why you're helping uh, a team formulate a strategy that ups those level of sales. Their internship that they're here recruiting for is a business management associate internship. So that internship is going to mirror what what the full time position would do, and a lot of the internships will 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 do that. So that's just sharing with you guys some of the kinds of opportunities that you're going to see, uh, and and a little bit about um, just the kind of companies that that are going to be there uh, tomorrow. When we're at the career fair and you have all these roles. I know that when I've gone in the past and you look around, you see tables and you see the banners for the companies and everything. Um, But I know that some students have some anxiety about approaching the tables. And especially if they approach and say, oh, what are you guys hiring for? And it's not what they want. And then they feel embarrassed for even approaching them and just being like, oh, sorry, I'm not interested in walking away. Um, So how, how do you think 
we students, yeah, like how should how should we navigate that? Okay, so so one of the things that we advocate everyone uh, do is get on our website, print the list of companies that are coming. Uh, the way the, the the list is configured, there's the URL for the company. There'll be companies there that you've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, I challenge students every semester to to look at that list. Know kind of in your mind kind of what you think you want. Well, I, I'm looking for a summer internship. I'm a supply chain major, but I haven't had a I haven't had a distribution center experience or I haven't had sales experience. But I'm really open to to any anything that has anything to do with my major. Highlight the list. And, and develop maybe even a strategy for highlighting the list. So your top 10 companies are highlighted in one color. Mm-hmm. Your second tier are in another color, and your third tier is another color. Talk to as many companies as you have time for. But that actually gives you a, a kind of a strategic direction yeah. that um, that I think will, will, will go a long way to avoid some of those embarrassing kind of moments. Just sh- share with you a, a, a quick story. A friend of mine who uh, works for Walmart. Uh, she's worked for Walmart for a number of years. She's, she's done some college recruit, re- recruitment. She's, she doesn't do it anymore because she's risen up to a high, much higher level. Um, but she, she always reminds me, because she knows we do podcasts like this, we go to classes to talk about how to work the career fair. Mm-hmm. She said, remind your students this. We notice everything about them at career fair. It's not just what they have on. Mm-hmm. Certainly that's important. Professional image is important. But it's how they're approaching the table. Mm-hmm. Are they making eye contact when they do? Are they approaching with, with a humble but confident, purposeful intent? Or are they kind of looking down, kind of aimlessly wandering around as if they don't have any direction at all? So just your approach to the table needs to be considered because you've already form that first impression. It's mm-hmm. either you're purposeful with intent or you're clueless, one of the two. So they've already made that mental note. And she said, also remind them of this. We remember, and they think we don't because there's 1,400 students there. And how are they going to remember that I didn't make that approach very well? They do because it's their job too. They're, they're there mm-hmm. to discover students that fit with them. So they do notice everything. So that's something to keep in mind as you start thinking about Career fair prep and developing a career fair strategy. Develop that list. Think about what you're going to say when you get to the table. Um, It's a basic kind of drilled down elevator pitch. Mm -hmm. Um, It can be as simple as there's kind of two versions of it. One, if you've applied for a job, and you should because you take your list, Mm -hmm. and then you cross-check it with our new system. It's called Handshake. It's where we have all the jobs posted. It's how we manage on-campus interviews. Cross-check your company list with Handshake. If they've already got a job posted, apply for it. Then you're going to introduce yourself as an applicant. The other version of what you could say is maybe they don't have anything posted yet. When you get up there, they're going to invite you to go to their corporate site, some post there. So that's the other different kind of little elevator pitch. So it's Mm -hmm. if I'm an applicant, it's, hi, here's who I am. Here's my major. Here's when I finish. I'm a... Supply chain major, I finish in December. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm specifically looking for um, a distribution center position, and I was really excited to see that you have one posted on Handshake. 
and I've already applied for it, and I wanted to come by today and introduce myself to you and your team. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you can tell me about the position? Something like that. Yeah, it displays your proactive exactly. on that. They also look for, a lot of them will make a notation. They're, they know their applicant pool, they know the names of their applicant pool, mm-hmm. and they notice and will note that that applicant made the effort to come and see them. So that adds to that purposeful intent. Yeah. Adds the interest level. The other pitch can be as simple as, hi, here's who I am, here's my major, here's when I finish, and here's what I want. Can you tell me about, I'd I'd love to have a a sales position. I'm open to just about anything. Can you tell me about potential positions that that you guys are here recruiting for? As simple as that. Start the conversation. But that's that's the thought process. Okay. So backpedaling a little bit um, to where we were talking about what to wear, professional is the best. Um, I know some students don't have professional wear, especially, I mean, being in college, we're all, all lacking money and everything. Um, so what, what do you guys have in place? Cause I know, I know that the career center does do stuff for. Yes. So we have the Walton, uh, Walton college career closet. It's in, uh, Willard J. Walker hall. It's open on Tuesdays from 9 to 11, Wednesdays 1 to 3. Today it's not open because we're in full setup mode. So hopefully everybody's already gone <laughs> to get something that they might need. But let me give you a little bit of the, the history of the closet itself. You know, we, we require dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we made the decision to do that, we did it because we, we got some feedback from some recruiters many years ago that said, you know, your students are fantastic, they're articulate, their resumes look great, but sometimes they just don't look as professional as some of the other schools we go to. So at that point, we required business casual at a minimum, knowing that we might be putting a barrier up for mm-hmm. our students ourselves, mm-hmm. which wasn't obviously the original intent, but yeah. it's part of the deal. Uh, so in 2010, we discovered a storeroom in Walker Hall and got permission to transform it into the Walton College Career Closet. We get donations from all sorts of sources. Uh, It's it's fully stocked. And the way it works is an enrolled Walton College student can come and get four separates a semester or one suit in an academic year. Now, if you, gentlemen, here's an example for you guys. Uh, if you, if you, if you come and you say, I don't have a suit, um, I'm not going to let you leave there without, I'm going to break a rule. I'm not going to let you leave there without a shirt and a tie to go with a suit, right? <laughs> um, but these clothes become yours. You don't launder them and bring them back. There's another great service across campus that's a kind of a, a loner. But this is, this is a way that you can begin to build a professional wardrobe that you might not have or add to one that you already do have. Mm-hmm. I mean, ladies out there, maybe you, you have a couple of great business suits, but another couple of blouses would help you out. Use the career closet. It's it's there it's there for you. Awesome. Also, um, since since it's not it's not open today, um, this is something to keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen. Use the career closet to start building that professional wardrobe or adding to that professional wardrobe, so you're set up for these interviews that are that start in earnest the very day after the fair. Mm-hmm. Use it, use it for that, for sure. Yeah, you don't have to panic the week of the right. fair going, yes. oh, I need to yeah. polish my resume and I need to go to the yeah. career closet. And Part of your career fair prep needs to be run your resume through VMOC, our resume review software. Take the advice of, of, of VMOC. You need to download the list of companies coming and highlight it. You need to think about what you're going to wear way in advance because maybe there's a hole in it or you've gained weight or you lost weight or whatever. And you need to think about the 30-second intro. 
those are the four things you need to think about when you think about career fair prep. Okay. And building on that too, what else do they need to bring? You yeah. say, you know, they need their list, they need their resume, yep. they need to look professional. What else should they bring to the table? So um, definitely, yes, you bring your list. Um, the, the number of people always ask me, how many resumes should I bring? Well, okay. How many, how many companies did you highlight? Mm-hmm. Add 20% to it. That way, you know, maybe you visited all 50 companies. You're feeling pretty good. You handed out all 50 resumes that you brought. Some companies will accept them. Some won't. That's okay. And then you see a friend of yours, and they say, hey, did you talk to company XYZ over there? And you go, no. And they say, wow, they've got an opportunity that, I mean, we're good friends. I think you'd be really interested in it. Well, now you don't have a resume to give them. Mm. So add 20, add 30% to that number and bring that Just number add those extras. Mm-hmm. I like to see you guys bring them in something that you could also make a note or two in. So maybe a, a folder or a portfolio, portfolio or something. journal, yeah. Because it's a good idea to, if you can collect business cards, do it. It's a good idea to, let's say you talk to a company you, you really like, uh, you get a card from the lead recruiter or whoever you chatted with, you feel like you've made that connection, take that portfolio out, step over to the side, turn that business card over, now you've got something to write on, make a note or two about what you talked to about with that recruiter, maybe they shared something personal, you did or whatever, and then send that recruiter a thank you for coming to the career fair. Everybody sends a thank you after your interview, and you, and you should. But think about the impact that it makes on a recruiter when they get a yeah, – and they're on the road, so email it to them. They're going mm-hmm. to another career fair the next day, right? Email them that thank you and say, thanks for supporting University of Arkansas, Walton College of Business, Walton Career Services. Enjoyed meeting you at the fair yesterday. Really appreciated that piece of advice you got, whatever it was. Develop, yes. Developing those touch points exactly. is key. Yeah. Is that personal connection to make because everything else is so driven by technology. Mm-hmm. I mean, Handshake, our new system, is the technology that we use to, to get the jobs posted, to get you guys plugged into interviews. It's got a mobile app that's going to come out in a couple of months, so you guys will even be able to, for the spring fair, use Handshake on your iPhone, mm-hmm. right? But what students really want to know is I've made a personal connection with with that company because, oh, yeah, I'm in Handshake and I just clicked and applied, but I wonder how many other students just did that too. Yeah. So the personal connection and part of the responsibility for making that personal connection is you. I mean, yeah, the, the recruiters are there because they want to develop those. But but that simple thank you, just the thank you for coming to the fair, wow, makes a big impact. Yeah. So say, you know, you go and you meet with all these companies, you give them your resumes, you're feeling pretty good about it. What happens after that? What happens next? So um, one thing to, to remember, students that are listening, um, is a lot of companies use their interaction at the career fair as kind of a screening interview. Mm-hmm. Um, Cerner uses, uses conversations at career fair, and there are, for last academic year, they're our leading full-time employer. They hired more students than any other company. They use that interaction at Career Fair to help start to um, understand the students that they might want to bring back for for a second round, which is at their campus. A lot of companies do that. Mm -hmm. A lot of companies will say, hey, um, if you've got a second, I've got a team member right over here, like to pull you aside and maybe interview you right now. What? So 
Don't let that kind of moment of surprise shock you. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't happened in a while, but there was actually a, there has have actually been companies who have interviewed at the fair and offered a job mm-hmm. at the fair, which is crazy. Yeah. So you get on the bus with no job to go over to Bud Walton Arena, and you get back on the bus, and you you just got to. Now that doesn't happen that often, but mm-hmm. I, I mention these things because I one of the things that we don't we want you to not be surprised by anything that happens. Mm-hmm. And so the next thing that's going to happen though is is going to be a round of interviews. A lot of companies will want to do them this week. The day after the career fair is the most popular day, which makes sense when you think about it. Still there, in town, there yeah. There are teams here, everybody. So, so one of the things that you might also encounter is uh, the company building their own interview schedule at the fair. So a recruiter might say, you know, I really enjoyed talking to you. I love the way this resume looks. Uh, you, you sound like you're interested. I, I, we're interested in you and your skill set. We're going to be here tomorrow in Walton Career Services. We're going to be... We're going to be interviewing. Here's a list of the times that, that are available. If you could just maybe pick a time, we'd love to interview you tomorrow. Don't be surprised. Okay. Just to see that. Um, a lot of companies will, will do something called a pre-select. Mm-hmm. Um, so you will apply through Handshake. They will, they will look at the resumes through Handshake. They will accept the ones that they want to interview through Handshake. Handshake then will generate an email to the student that says, congratulations, you've been selected interview with XYZ, and you need to click here and get into Handshake and pick a time. Mm-hmm. So so you could expect any of those kinds of things maybe to happen. But the next round is usually interviews. It may be that week. A lot of them like that. It stretches. This season will stretch into November. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it's important, I think, students, for you to understand that fall – is the busiest recruitment season we have. It's not spring. That may be counterintuitive to a lot of thought processes, but a lot of companies come in the fall with their talent acquisition goals in mind, and they will hire May graduates in the fall, Mm -hmm. summer interns in the fall. So they've got it all wrapped up by Thanksgiving. So seniors that are listening out there, certainly December grads, but all seniors... If you are a May grad, if you're a December grad for sure, but if you're a May grad or even a summer grad, you need to have set a goal to have gotten an offer, hopefully more than one, that you can assess and accept by the time you leave for your holiday break in December. So set that goal. December grads, I mean, this is this this is your Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> right? So December grads, you have to be super prepared because you're going to have more pressure on you. Mm-hmm. So for December grads, you got to think about next level prepared. And so all of the things we talked about, career fair prep, definitely do. Everyone who is preparing for career fair, we ask you to work through those steps. That And those were, again, upload your resume to VMOC, get that score, download the list and highlight it, decide what you're going to wear, decide how you're going to introduce yourself after you've completed those four steps. We invite you to make an appointment, and you do that through Handshake with, with a, a career coach with me, with, with Sue Lear, with Trisha Dakota. Um, we also want to help you get prepped for interviews. So if, if you've got something coming up, and you certainly will, mm-hmm. uh, we want to help you with that as well. You know, you've, you've talked about a lot of good things that we can do at the career fair. 
And I'm just wondering, is there anything that you've seen students do that you know they should absolutely not be doing at the career fair? Yes. Um, <laughs> so earlier earlier in the in the podcast, I, I, I told a story about a friend of mine that worked at Walmart, and, and she said, we, we notice everything. We notice how you approach the table. Um, I have seen students um, approach the table with a little more arrogance than they should be displaying. Mm. And, I'll, and I'll tell you a story. Um, <laughs> it's been a few years uh, since this happened, but I had a recruiter friend of mine who's come here for years come up to me and say, uh, Renee, you need, you need to come here. And she pointed a young man out to me and she said, you got to go listen to what this guy is saying when he goes up to a table. You, he said it to me, you just got to go listen to it. So, so I do, and I get behind this guy, and 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 the way the tables are set up, uh, they're around the concourse. Some of the recruiters may be behind the table. Some may be in front. Some may have a t- big enough team that they're both. But this fellow was, was walking up to the table, leaning down and putting his hands down on the table, leaning toward the recruiter and saying, so what have you got for me? Oh. Really? Ooh. Well, well, this is an unsuccessful approach, okay? So, so when we talk about how important that first impression is, one of the things I said was, yeah, you need to approach it with purpose and intent, but it needs and it needs to be with humble confidence, mm-hmm. right? Humble being hum- the keyword. <laughs> exactly. Humble confidence. Um, because that first impression, if it's a bad one, could be something you could never recover from. There is no telling how many companies that guy ruined his chances with just because he hadn't thought through what he was going to say mm-hmm. to a recruiter. Yeah. You know? And that's the biggest thing. I mean, they're, they're impressed if, if you're prepared, and they can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when I've also gone, I've seen a lot of swag Yes. On the tables. And I mean, swag is nice. Every now and then you see something, you're like, oh, I could use some post-it notes or whatnot. Um, but I've also observed other students walking around. I just mean, Just grabbing the swag. Grabbing the swag and juggling the swag and then also juggling their resumes and handing yeah. those out. So can you give your take on all of that? Well, so, so <laughs> and some companies bring a lot of swag and some have gotten away from it, frankly. Um I I think it's okay to take swag, but but here's the, here's what you need you guys need to think about. Think about this. Don't do anything that you think might detract from the professional image that you're trying to portray. Nothing. And, and I mean, if a recruiter sees you with four swag bags, you probably did something that is going to tarnish this mm-hmm. professional image that that you're supposed to portray. Yeah. Right. So I mean, I I would approach that with 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 um, with a lot of caution. I mean, some companies are going. I mean, General Mills, especially toward the end of the fair, they may be handing boxes of cereal out. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, it, toward the end, these people don't want to ship this stuff back. Yeah. But uh, to your point, yes. I mean, I think that you can go too far with with the freebies. Yeah. For sure. Have some self control when Have it comes to that. <laughs> All of this Have stuff. Have some self control. <laughs> Um, okay, so lastly, I mean, you've told us some some horror stories, yeah. um, but can you tell us about some success stories from the past career fairs? And I know you say a lot of students have left with jobs 
Um, so, I mean, how many have left with jobs or interviews? And do you know of anybody who's perhaps found their dream job there? So, so for, um, for last year's academic year, so that's um, fall 16, spring 17. Because uh, you, you guys that are seniors all know that you've, you've, you've seen us in classes before as underclassmen doing the senior survey. So we, we collect that kind of information. So for that graduating class of the seniors that um, found employment, 87% of that class found employment. Of that 87%, 38% indicated that they got that job because of career fair. So going to career fair is, is absolutely key. Of the employed folks, 50% of that 87% said they got their job because they either did on-campus interviews, on-campus recruitment, went to career fair, or used our online database of jobs. In this case, it's, it's Handshake. Mm-hmm. So, so using our services gives you an advantage. As far as the fair itself, um, yeah, yeah, I've got a, a story I'll tell you. Um, it happened a few years ago, a young lady named Jennifer. Um, she was a supply chain major. She had um, she had an internship that pertained to her major. She had she was involved on campus. She was a Greek. She had a good GPA. I mean, this is these are all things that recruiters look for. She stopped by to see me on her way. Uh, she was leaving the fair. She'd been there and used her list and all this stuff, and and she was going to work. She was going to her internship, and I said, Jennifer, have you talked to Maersk? Just as background information for you guys, Maersk uh, is a huge shipping company. Mm. You 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 will remember it when I remind you of a story of the Maersk, Alabama, that was a pirated ship. Oh. A Somali pirate made a movie out of it. It's called Captain Phillips. Well, yeah. that's Maersk, right? So okay. So they were at our career fair, and 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 when she stopped by to say goodbye, I said, "Have you talked to Maersk?" And she said, "No." And I said, "You need to go talk to Maersk." And she said, I gotta, I gotta go to work. I said, Jennifer, the, the tall guy is a, an alum. He was a former student of mine. I had him in strategic management a couple of years ago. His name is Josh. Nice guy. Go talk to him. So she did. She came back a few minutes later and said, Found my dream job. This is the company I wanna go to work for. So she applied. She got into process. She was one of 11 students that they hired nationwide. Wow. They hired two from here. Um, she wanted to work abroad. It's a Danish-based company. Mm-hmm. She had been born in Europe. Her dad was a military guy, um, and they had told her that if she if she uh, went to work for them and accepted the position that they were offering, that they would let her work domestically here for three years, and then they would they would move her abroad. She accepted the position. Uh, she was a the. Uh, compliance officer for North America, which meant she traveled from port to port, making sure Maersk uh, complied with all the Department of Transportation regs and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, almost three years to the day after her graduation, the phone in my office rang, and it was Jennifer. And she said, I just wanted to call and let you know that I'm changing jobs, and I'm thinking she's going to another company. Mm-hmm. And I said, so what are you, where are you, who are you going with? Where are you going? She goes, I'm, st- I'm staying with Maersk. She said, I have accepted the position as director of international sales, and wow. I'm moving to Shanghai. Wow. Yeah. Her great adventure, three-year expat in Shanghai. Mm-hmm. Her dream job, an international appointment, and it never would have happened. She didn't go to the career fair exactly. and talk to that guy before she left. Exactly. Wow. 
That's amazing. Um, well, I mean, those are all of the questions I personally have. Are there any other tips and tricks for the career fair that you you have to, yeah, to say? You, you, you have um, you have this evening, yeah. one more day. Um, if you haven't done some of the things that we talked about, do it now. We it's interesting because we see a huge spike of of usage of a lot of pieces of our website the day before the career fair. Of it's course, crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't done all some of those things, do them tonight. Come in tomorrow prepared confident, ready to go, even if you're not looking specifically for a job, underclassmen, sophomores, and freshmen, you need to go too. You can network. You can start to understand the kinds of majors that companies look for. You can start to understand the kinds of qualities and characteristics and skill sets they want. There's something for everybody at the fair, whatever your classification is, Uh, but the, the key to success is preparedness and humble confidence. That's the key. And I want to encourage everybody. I'd love to break 2,000 students. We've not ever done it before. Mm-hmm. I want tomorrow to be it. So I want to see all of you tomorrow. Awesome. Thank you so much, Renee. You bet. Those are all of Renee's tips for this career fair, but don't hesitate to stop by the Career Center in Walker Hall 226 or swing by and see the Business Communication Lab in WCOB 118.